Greetings and welcome back to another ongoing series of Shurim and Dafyomi. My name is Yitzchak at Shalom. We're now on Masachat Shabbat. Tafkuf Lamed Bet Amud Aleph near the bottom of the Amud. We just had a machloket between Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Yacha and two other approaches as to what the source is for Milah on Shabbat. And Rabbi Yochanan said it came from the word Bayom. So Tanya Kawate to Rabbi Yochanan. We have a bright that's supporting Rabbi Yochanan. Udalok Ravacha Bayako. And again, Ravacha Bayako would say it was from Bayom Ashmini. Shmini Yimol Afilu B'Shabbat. Right? Afilu Mani Mekayeh Mechalam O'Chumat. B'Shar Malachot Chutz Mimilah. So the consequence of doing Malachah on Shabbat, being as severe as it is, only applies to Malachot besides Brit Milah. O'Ein or Allah Afilu Milah, maybe Milah is included. Mani Mekayim Shmini Yimol Chutz Mishabbat. Maybe when the Torah says you do Brit Milah on the eighth day, that means if it's not Shabbat, Therefore, the Torah says, Bayom, exactly like Rabbi Yochanan said, Afilu B'Shabbat. Okay, that's the Brita. Now, Amarava. Why was the Tana comfortable at the beginning with making the Drasha? And then why did he raise, O Eno Ela, what was his second thought? Like he said, and because Mila is Doche, the first assumption was that we do Mila and Shabbat because we have a Kalvachomer using Tsarat, Avodah, and Shabbat. We have to remember, as you see on the third uh, Pasuk on the page, there is an Isur in the Torah to obliterate Simanit Tsarat. Tsarat itself is Doche Avodah, meaning a coin do, who would do Avodah, whereas Tsarat can't do Avodah. So Tzarat trumps Avodah. After all, we do Avodah on Shabbat. We do Korbanot on Shabbat. So therefore, Mila Docheota. So therefore, and Mila, by the way, as we will see in a moment, is done even on a place where there's Tzarat, obliterating the Tzarat. So Mila trumps Tzarat. Tzarat trumps Avodah. Avodah trumps Shabbat. So Shabbat should take me Avodah. Or didn't she take Mila Docheota? So the, that whole chain of uh, hierarchies has Milah being way on top and Shabbat being way on the bottom. So Umay Oeno de Kamar. So what was his second thought? Hadamar Umay de Sarat Chamura. Who says Sarat is more severe? In other words, just because in particular circumstances Sarat is Dochavodah, etc. Dilma Shabbat Chamura. Maybe Shabbat is far more Chamur. The Torah has all sorts of punishments for Shabbat, and the Torah has all sorts of prohibitions that it mentions about Shabbat, and instances of mentioning the prohibition. And who says that Sarat is because it's Chamur? It's because a guy who has Sarat is not fit. It's like saying not being a Kohen is Dochavodah. That's not because it's Chamur, it's just because you're not the right guy. And therefore I would say that Milah is not Doche Shabbat, and Shabbat is on top of the hierarchy. Therefore Bayom comes to settle that equivocation and say that it's a Filu B'Shabbat. Now we're going to go back and do the same thing with one of the premises we just used. Tana Rabbanan. Milah Dochat HaTzarat, Ben Mizmona, Ben Shiloh Mizmona. We do Brit Milah on a place of Tzarat, whether the Milah is on the eighth day or later. Yom Tov Eino Dochel But we do Brit Milah on Yom Tov only if it's the eighth day, and certainly on Shabbat. Now, that's the Brita. I mean, Hanimili, the Tanah Rabbanan, second Brita. Yimol Besar Lato, the Mitzvah of Milah. Vi'alfa Pishi Yisham Baherat Yakotz. Even if he has a Baherat, he should cut it off. 
So how do I fulfill Pasuk 3, the prohibition of avoiding, uh, obliterating at Sivan Sarat? Bashar Mekomot, means anywhere else on the body. Now, let's try this again. Maybe the Torah prohibits uh, obliterating Sarat even in Makom Mila. And how do I fulfill that Pasuk? Like in a normal case where there is no Baharat on Makom Mila. Therefore, it says, Because the word basar is extra there. Therefore, it's saying, you cut that skin no matter what's on the skin. That's the bright time. Now, Amarava, Rava does the same thing. What was the Tana comfortable with at the beginning as an assumption? And then what was he bothered by? That's all. <coughs> That's all explicit. My my Tama. So Rava says behind that, what was the reason that he assumed milah's dochet zarat? Here's another kavachomer. So now we're building on the previous thesis to use it as a proof for this one. Since Shabbat, which is so severe, is still violated to do milah. Sarat lokol shekain, so Sarat, which is less severe, certainly should be trumped by Mila. Umayo eno de kamar, and then why did he switch, change his mind and consider that it may not be true? Hadakara he said, "Mimayu Shabbat chamira." Who says Shabbat is more chamur? Dilmat Sarat chamira. Shekain dochet avodah, avodah dochet haShabbat. We go back to the previous reasoning that we had in the earlier paragraph, which is Sarat must be more severe because Sarat trumps avodah, and avodah trumps Shabbat. So the pasuk comes to settle that confusion or to just settle that ambiguity. There's another version. Why do we do Brit Milan Sarat? So now it's not a series of Kavachomers. It's just the rule that when you have a mitzvah say to do, that the only way to do it is going to inevitably, is going to directly lead to a violation of a lotah, say you do it anyways, like, of course, at Tzitzit V'Kilayim. Humayin, I know the Kamar, so why did he consider differently? Haider Kamar, ha'imar daminati say, ase v'dachi lotah say, lotah say greater. When do we say that ase is docha lotah say? When there's only a single lotah say that's being violated. Hai ase v'lotah say hu. Here we have an ase and a lotah say, which is, yisham menegat sarat lishmur miod, in other words, you have to maintain the sarat and not get rid of it. So Basar comes and trumps the fact that it's an Asay and a Lotase. Okay, now, Tenach Gadol Dechtiv Bahu Basar. That works for an adult where it says, where, uh, where it says, It also says that about Katan in Parsha Tazria. Alright, so what about somebody who is older than eight days but not yet a Gadol? You can learn it from between the Gadol and the Katan. Right? A Gadol is somebody over 13 who has not had Brit Milah, which is in the Parshan Bereshit, and an eight-day-old boy. What about in the between? So mi Gadol you can't learn it from a Gadol immediately, directly and alone. Shekin Anush Karet, he gets Karet. Mi Katan you can't learn it from a Katan. Shekin Milabiz that's the proper time. What's Atzara Shereshavan? What's the common feature of Gadol and Katan? They have Brit Milah, and it trumps Tzarat. Of course, So therefore, um, anybody who is Nimol has Dochat Tzarat, 
whether it's uh, eight days old or a gadol or even in the middle. Rav Amar has a different take. The fact that Milan the eighth day is doch tzarat, you don't need a pasuk for. We had the kavachomer. We had before. So therefore, the pasuk must be there to tell me about the benaya, the one in the middle. Rav Safra the Rav, he challenged him. He might have Shabbat Chamira, Dumat Sarat Chamira, Shkain Docheta Vodavoda Docheta Shabbat. So again, we play it and say, maybe Tsarat is more Chamur. Hatam, Lamishim the Chamira Tsarat, Elvishim the Gavra Hudalochazim. We go back to the reasoning that Tsarat is not more Chamur than Avodah, but the reason a coin doesn't do Avodah when he has Tsarat is because he's not fit. Let him just cut off the Tsarat and do Avodah. The answer is Mechusa Tfilahu, because he would still have to go to the mikveh and do everything else associated with Sarat. So, Tenach Negaim Tmeim. That's true if he has a nega that makes him a Mitzorat. Negaim Torim Ma'ikalamemar, which is a mumover, basically, and where you still have to keep it because the coin hasn't seen it yet. When do we say that I say trumps the Lotase? When we love it, Sarat, it means it's seed Vikilayim, the example I gave. That when when you violate the law, at that instant the essay is fulfilled. So when you put on the garment, you violated shatnas, but you've fulfilled tzitzit. When you cut the tzarat, you've fulfilled milah. But if you cut off the baharet, you <coughs> haven't fulfilled the mitzvah of avodah. You then have to go do the avodah. This is actually machlokat tanaim. So Rabbi Yoshia holds that the word basar, as we saw, um, uh, as we saw Rava saying, um, is, uh, um, is, as we saw in Abraita, is the one that tells us that we do uh, Milan Sarat. He says, you don't need the Pasuk because you've got the Kalvachomer. Okay. Amramar, Pasar, Pishyeh, Shambahert, Yimodi, Rav Yishiyah. Let's take a look at this. Halam Alikra, what do I need a Pasuk for? The Rashamit Kavenu, there's another angle that would tell us why it would be proper to do Brit Milah on Tzarat, which is that it's the Rashamit Kaven. You're not intending to get rid of the Tzarat. You're just intending to do Brit Milah. So, you're right. The Pasuk is only needed for Yehuda, Damar, Davashamit Kaven, Asur. As we've seen through Shabbat, but Rabbi Yehuda applies it all over. Uh, when you uh, do an act which is likely going to involve a prohibition, even if that's not your intent, it's still asur. But that leaves Rabbi Shimon out. He says he doesn't need basar. So Rav Amar Filotem Rabbi Shimon. He says not even Rabbi Shimon would agree. Remember, Rabbi Shimon agrees with the psi- in the case of psikresha. And by the way, there's a psikresha here that you're going to cut off the tzarat when you do the milah, if that's where it is. Vabai late lay high svara doesn't Abai agree with that? Vahabai v'rava d'amri tavayu madar b'shem sikreshu v'leimut. It's a been an anthem throughout Shabbat that Abai and Rava agree that Rabbi Shimon agrees in the case of sikresha. So the answer is bata d'shem Rava savra. You're right. After Abai heard this from Rava, then he accepted it, and that was his final decision. So the Abai comment of Abai that we're reading here is an earlier piece of Abai's thinking. Now, some people learned Abai and Rava's statement as being about the following. Not about Shabbat being, uh, about Mila being Dochat Sarat, but about Sarat in general. 
the Torah says, be, be very careful about the tzarat to do. Meaning, you're not allowed to do something. Let's say you had tzarat on your leg. You can put some rope on your leg and carry the rope. And if it, uh, or if or if you had some tzarat, possible signs on your shoulders, you could put a dowel on it and carry the dowel. And if the rope burns it off or the dowel rubs it off, that's okay because it's not directly done. What do I need a pasuk to allow that for? The la'asot. The rashi mitkaven. After all, it's the rashi mitkaven. The rashi mitkaven mutar. And here's where Abaye says, you're right. And Amar Abaye. You're right that he only accepted that after he heard it from Rava. Same as we had before. Now, in his first thinking that according to Rabbi Shimon, you don't need the Pasuk, in our first take, where it's about uh, doing Milan Sarat, What's the word basar therefore in Milan? To say that even when the guy says, I want to cut off the baharet, then you still can do it. Meaning even when you're mitkaven. That only works if it's a gadol who's doing brit milah, but not a katan. He doesn't have such intent. That the father's doing the brit, and he says, I'm intending to do a brit and to cut off my kid's sarat, so I don't have those problems. And by the way, if there's somebody else around who doesn't have such intent, he should do the brit. Whatever you find a conflict between Asay and Alotase, if you can do thing, the Asay in a way that doesn't violate the law, that's fine. And if not, then the Asay is Docha the Lotase. So therefore, we have to say it's a case to Lake Acher. If there's nobody else around uh, to do it, then the father does it, and the father intends to do it, then you're right. Basar tells you that he can go ahead and intentionally do Milah in a way that's going to cut off the Tzarat. Amar So back to the bright, original Brite. Yom Tov eno doche lo Yom Tov is only doche when it's the eighth day. Back to Milah. Menani, Mili, Yemechizki, 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 the famous pasuk about the Korban Pesach, you cannot leave anything over until morning, and then there's a second Adboker, I highlighted both in the pasuk, you don't need that second Adboker, just say, to tell you, you don't burn it that morning, you burn it the next morning, in other words, you eat it on the 15th at night, and you don't leave anything over until morning, but if anything is left over until the next morning, meaning, you stop eating an Amur HaShachar, and you leave it for another 24 hours, and you burn it the next day on Cholamoy, because you're not allowed to burn it on Yom Tov. Meaning, that you cannot do something on Yom Tov, a Malacha on Yom Tov, even a Malacha that's Mutar, unless it's actually needed for Yom Tov, and it's the proper time. And therefore, Milah, which is not Bizmanah, you wait. Abay Amar, Makra, Olat Shabbat B'Shabbatov. He has a different proof. V'lo Olat Chol B'Shabbat, V'lo Olat Chol B'Yom Tov. That you cannot bring a Korban on Yom Tov, which belongs to a different day. Again, same thing about time. Rava Amar Markra Hulavadoya Salachem. The Pasuk about Malachet Ochal Nefesh in Pashta Chodesh says it alone may be done. Hu Vulomachirin, it and not its preparations that could have been done before Shabbat, before Yom Tov. Levado Vulomila Shalobizvana. So it's a limud that Milashlobizvana is not done on Yom Tov.
to answer me Kavachomer, even though we would have a Kavachomer, as we've seen before, that you would do it, nonetheless the Pasuk blocks it out. Rashi Amari has a fourth proof. Shabbaton Asehu. There's a mitzvah Asei to rest on Yom Tov besides the Lot Asei of Malacha. For the Yom Tov Asei Velot Asei, and therefore, the mitzvah milah is not doche a nasei and lotase malachan yom tov. However, when it's done on the eighth day, you have the the compelling word bayom that tells you to do it nonetheless. Okay, at the end of the mishnah, we had Rabbi Kiva's rule, which is any malacha that could have been done erev Shabbat is not doche Shabbat, but milah, which has to be done on the day, uh, is doche. We rule that way. We have the Mishnah about the Korban Pesach and That's Shabbat. Bringing the knife on uh, on Arab Shabbos when Pesach falls on Shabbos could have been done on Friday, but Shchita that uh, could not be done except on that day is Doche Shabbat. And Rav said the same thing. Why does Rabbi Kiva have to say it twice? And why does Rav have to independently say Halacha Korbakiva on each one? Aren't they the same thing? The answer there's not. They're not. The Yashvin and Kamimila, if we had the rule in Mila, we'd say Hatamhu, the Machshirin, Shabbat, that we don't allow Machshirin on Shabbat that could have been done yesterday, like bringing the knife, to Lake of Karet, because after all, nobody here is going to get Karet if the kid doesn't have Mila on the eighth day. Wait till tomorrow and do it. Our Pesach, the Ikar Karet, but Pesach's a one-day shot. You miss it, you get Karet. Emelid Chu Shabbat. So maybe if you didn't do the preparations, we allow you to do them on Shabbat. If we had a Pesach, and if we had a Rekiva's rule on Pesach, the famous thing that there's 13 mentions of Brit in Milah, which raises Milah's uh, status and value very high. Maybe Mila is so important that we would do these things that could have been done on Erev Shabbat if they weren't done. Therefore, Tzricha, we need Rabbi Akiva to tell us the rule that any Machshirim that could have been done before Shabbat are not done on Shabbat. Okay, we'll pause at this point. We'll pick it up with the next Mishnah on the next podcast. We should have a wonderful day.